This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Um, it's interesting, even though Hanukkah kind of on the calendar year is sort of a Rabbanan, it, it is Rabbanan, it's even less than Megillah, which is sort of straddles the Tkufus of Nevi'im and, uh, and after Nevi'im, Hanukkah is solidly in the camp of modern holidays. It's sort of a, way after the time we expect that in Isim, and still you have it. It's, I think for us though, it's a lot more significant because it's the only um, day, it's the only Yontif that was really the struggle of Kalei with what's modern. I mean, idol worship is out. Nobody struggles with it, and that's gone. Um, Paros and all sorts of things. We have enemies. But, but those are things that we don't really struggle with. Um, Hanukkah is the beginning of, of a modern era. It's the, it's, the, it's the Greece culture. Greek culture is really the, the background for much that's positive today. And uh, we grapple with it. And that's why there's some meaningful points about it. I want to um, discuss a certain Akud. I spoke about it in one context um, earlier by Shal Shudas. I want to speak about a very different context now. There's a Gemara in, in Shabbos, in the Sugi of Hanukkah. It says that, Rav Huna says, that Hazohir Bener, if a person is careful in the mitzvahs of Ner, he's to have children or Tamichachamim. Now, the word ner doesn't... Some, there are some Rishonim that have a girsa ner Hanukkah. Most of them don't. So Rashi says it includes both. It includes the ner of Shabbos and ner of Hanukkah. We sort of spoke about the common denominator of the two. And now I'd like to speak about the complementary nature of it. It, it's, it seems as if the two together... In other words, neither one in its own is sufficient of a schus to have children hamichachamim. It's just the two together, it, and that's why it's sort of generic. Hazor bener, if if you're a rogel bener, if you're careful, if, if you're used to having ner, both ner Hanukkah and ner Shabbos together, those two items um, complement each other, and you have children hamichachamim. Um, it's not. It's obviously not terribly expensive. It's not sort of mysterious nefesh that you're doing it. But there's something about the nature of each mitzvah that contributes to having children hamichachamim. And I'd like to explore for a few minutes the complementary nature because in a large sense it, ref- it reflects the complementary elements of Talmud Torah itself being a Talmud Chacham. There's... Um, First, I'd like to point out some stark contrast between the two. Near Shabbos, if you don't use it, you are, um, if you don't use it, is a brachal batala. You have to use Near Shabbos. Um, you have to, that's one of the issues when people go away and they, if they want to light at home, they have to stick around for a while to be able to make some use of it. Near Hanukkah, you're not allowed to use. 
that's pretty that, that's as pretty uh, polar um, a mitzvah as you can get in that sense near Shabbos is specifically inside the house um, near Hanukkah is specifically outside of the house even if we light it inside it's meant to light out near Hanukkah near Shabbos is is for the Bnei Bayis. Um It says that it's it's shown bias because Bnei Bayis are very edgy. If it's dark, then then people bump against each other and so on. It's it's for Bnei Bayis. Um, near Hanukkah, ideally, you're supposed to see it by somebody else. Somebody else is supposed to see it by you. And there's something called Bricha Saria. If you didn't light your house, if you if you're homeless, you don't have a house, you make a brach on seeing it by somebody else, not your rishus. So two, three elements that are really, really very, very distinct. Not only distinct, but opposite. Um, so these are both iris, these are both lights, and yet they're so different in what we're supposed to take from it. There's Gemara Psachim. The Gemara is dealing with a Pasuk in Tehillim. It says, Halu kol That all the stars of light should um, should praise Hakadosh Baruch Hu. The sugi over there is really concerned with the, um, the, the the usage, the syntax of the word or, whether it means the time of light, the verb to light up, and so on. That's that's really the concern of the Gemara there. But the Gemara um, deals with this pasuk, and the Gemara says um, halu. Stars that light up the the heavens, that light, that give light, only they are supposed to are they are supposed to praise God. What about stars that don't light? So, so the Gemara says it means it must it means something else. It can't mean that. But the Pashtapshad is, in other words, the, those stars who give light. What does that mean? So some of the commentators, I think the Mitzvah says that the planets which are much closer, much, much brighter um, give some light that's to some degree usable here um, so that Venus is a very bright star, you could, you know it's, it's sort of like a very faint moonlight you can make use of it and then there's Kochavim the other stars that we discern as sort of a, a bright point but they don't shine down here are called Kochavim Shainimiria so Akadosh Baruch Hu created two sets of light. Kochav that's Meir and Kochav that's Eino Meir. Um, the stars that cast light, the stars that don't cast light. What's the point What's the point of having the stars that give light? So in some way they're contributing, I don't know if even if it's minor, but at least what's the point of having two sets and it's, it's, it's marked enough that the Pasuk refers to it. There's Koch Or and there's Koch Dabnar Or. What's the point? It's, it's, Akadosh Baruch created a Bria. Every aspect of it has meaning to us. So let's, uh, uh, let's explore a little bit the following point. Light is allied and identified with understanding. In other words, if I have a chair over here and it's dark in the room, 
then as far as I am, I am, as far as I'm concerned, it doesn't exist. I don't see it. I, I, I can't describe it. I, I'm, I have no contact with it. Um, I could bump into it, but, but that would also be kind of a form of sensing it. Light gives, is my mind's tool for grasping something. What, what the hand does with grasping, my line of sight does for understanding. So when I, I, colloquially, that's the expression we use. Oh, I see. Um, it means I have it. I understand it. It's, sight is sort of the, 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 the hand of my mind, in a sense, if you wish, that is giving me a handle on it. And that's why light is refers to Chachma. Again, colloquially, we speak about an enlightened person versus a benighted person. Or is something that is Chachma, Torah, and so on. And that's, that's the light, that's, that's where we use that, 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 uh, um, th- that uh, description, that metaphor for Chachma. There's, now, a person who approaches Torah, there are religions that approach their religion with a sense of total lack of understanding. Whether it's some forms of Christianity, Islam to a large degree. Again, I'm not pre. Uh, I'm not the person who can speak on their behalf. But the, the bit that I've been able to gather, there's there, there's no Torah to sit and to study it because understanding it seems to detract from it. It's as if um, you know, how dare you think you could understand God's work or whatever it is, and just stand back in awe reverence and so on. That's one area. So almost all religions have an element of prayer to it, an element of worship, but Talmud Torah, the way we have it, is pretty unique. The, 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 the level of involvement that our mind has in studying and being done and mefalpol and omidan halach and pasking halach and understanding the depth of it and plumbing the depth of it is very unique. On the other hand, um, <laughs> secularists in the big in the big tent of the of, of sec- in other words, any person not taking God into the cheshbon starts with the axiom that. Anything that my mind can't understand is out of my realm of connection. A, down deep he believes it doesn't exist. And since logically you can't make that statement, you say, okay, it's irrelevant. But my, my realm of morality and my realm of what it is that I, um, I owe any sense to is only that which I can understand. I understand it, I fathom it, it makes sense, it measures up to common human sensitivity, and that, that's what goes. A Talmud Chacham is really, in a certain sense, an almost a paradox. He needs to understand and yet know that the road is infinite, and he's never, ever understanding it till the end of it. Um, if he would, then it wouldn't be God's Torah. Anything that I can understand, then me and God are the same. And, and the, the word God is just as meaningless word. If, if I'm as smart as God, then God is pretty stupid. 
I, I say it that way, but uh, that's th- that I that I don't have anything. On the other hand, if I don't understand anything, and I don't try to understand anything, I have no connection with Hakadosh Baruch Hu because understanding is the firmest part of my person. Of my person, and if I, and if I don't, if I don't, if I can't grasp something, and and it be firm in my mind, then 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 it's a one way street. It there's no chibur, there's no connection to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. So, Akadosh Baruch Hu gave two types of Ha'oris in the world. Two types of Or. There's Kachavim that are Meirim, and Kachavim Shein Meirim. There's a type, Akadosh Baruch Hu, some of the light comes down to us, and we can integrate it in our senses, and some of it just stands up there, so that we look up and say, you know, there's light up there, but I can't grab hold of it. It's beyond me. Understanding that there's something beyond you is as enlightening as understanding that which is within your grasp, within your reach. Those are the two types of kachavim, the kach ve'oyer and the kach ve'oyer and the kach ve'oyer and the kach ve'oyer. That's the pshat negemara. Haragel b'ner, you need to, if you want children to amir kachamim, if you want to produce amir kachamim, you need to send a dual message. One is if you work hard enough and you're and, and you're omel enough, there is an awful lot that you can understand and will understand and need to understand. And the second message is no matter how much you understand, there's beyond you. The statement I don't understand it is far, far from being synonymous with and therefore it's wrong or doesn't exist. It's beyond me. That's that's a good statement. A person should be very honest. The person should say, I don't understand. That statement is, is, is a very important statement. It says, But the conclusion, and therefore it is wrong, doesn't exist, or whatever, is, is, is a false because it presupposes that I grasp all the light. A person who's used to lighting both candles in his house, the Shabbos and Hanukkah, the Shabbos candle is the one that we need to use, must make use. It's part of the fabric of the family. It's our light. And the Hanukkah, which we can't use, we see it outside, far away by somebody else. It's We see it always in the distance. We see it always as beyond. Those are the two nerves together that produces children HaMechachamim. And for us especially, we're, we're all people, whether even for those of us in Shiva full-time, we'll, we're in a world that there's, there's been tremendous advances in science and understanding and ideas, and it's, it's, it's wonderful. On the other hand, um, becoming enlightened in a Torah way means that you never lose sight, that for every star you see, there are many don't, that you see, but you, don't, you, you, you can't draw on the light. And keeping both in mind together makes a person really enlightened. Uh, the, the, the expression we use in Hanukkah is a lichtike Hanukkah. It should be a Hanukkah full of light, and especially this type of light, where we're able to see that there's a big, big world beyond us. And as, as we grow higher, some of those stars become accessible. If we become taller, some of those stars are mayor also. But there's plenty and plenty of stars that we need to grow to rather 